It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, they say Saturday in the park. What a glorious place to be and what a great time to be alive. Warm-up show for a 525. I'm sorry, my clock says 425. Uh, Alan Jerry with you until 6. We've got Boomer and Geo then. Uh, here's good news, bad news before we get to the next part of the show, Al. All right, Jerry. Here's the good news. I got my camera set up. Oh, okay, good. All right, that's the good news. All right. The bad news is I haven't figured out the audio yet, but I will get to that soon. And the other bad news is I didn't get the answer because I was setting up the camera oh, for the cowboy enough. thing. And Jerry, yeah. is there Wi-Fi there or nobody knows the password yet? Bingo. Gotcha. See, ours is posted actually out in the, at least the guest one is. So try this might as, a, be... as a password, Derek, Jerry. The bears. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the password, but I'll try it. Try I will it. try it. Um, so, no, I'm using, as I said, I'm tethering Internet <laughs> data off my phone. It's working, but I can't do much with that. So, that having been said, I'm going to continue to try and effort that. Now, you screwed up yesterday because you weren't prepared. I was not prepared. That is correct. Now, that said, that's okay. It's a Wednesday. It's not like it's Friday. So, without further ado, this is what we call the Super Wild Card Weekend Edition of Al's fraudulent list of five favorite teams. Thank you, Jay. These are teams that I'll be rooting for this weekend and uh, into the playoffs, but uh, specifically this weekend for Super Wild Card Weekend, Jerry. Number one, I'm going to go old school childhood, Jerry. I'll be rooting for the Dallas Cowboys in their blue unis for the first time in many years. Wow. Yes, I'm rooting for the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry. This one's tricky for me, Al, because you are also a Tampa Bay yeah. quote-unquote native. Not really, but you did live there. You love the uniforms. There's no way that they can be on the list, so we'll have to hear the rest of the list. Yeah, you will. But I like the fact that you got the Cowboys there. Number two, Jerry. I'm going to go back to the mid to late 90s. I'll be rooting for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, no, no. <laughs> you can't. Rooting. They're playing I'll, against one another. I know, but I'm rooting for both the Cowboys and the Bucks. I pretty much that, that, can't lose that game. It doesn't work that way. It does. In, in these instances. Oh, no, it doesn't. You root for offense. No, no, no. I root for whoever has no, the ball. I'm, no, Score. I'm not accepting this list. There's six games. You can't come up with five teams. <laughs> not that I like. Oh, I like both wow, these teams. I'll you're be rooting, killing me, man. I'll be rooting for the offense. You literally just said your two fa- your first two favorite teams are playing one another. Yeah, I know. It's exciting. No! Not yeah. Oh. Number three, Jerry, and they've not been on the list for many weeks. It's been many weeks since they showed up on my list. Yeah. But I will be rooting for the New York Giants as they head to Minnesota and take on Geo's Vikings. So let me get this straight. Yes? Okay. The first three teams you have taken, the first two are playing one another. Correct. And the third team that you're taking 
is a Cowboys division rival. That's correct. Oh, okay. Who's four? Number four, I'm rooting for Geno Smith, and I want the Seattle Seahawks to beat the San Francisco 49ers, so I'll be rooting for Geno, even though he did a bit of a punk move to get that late hit uh, the other night, which I didn't care for, but Mm -hmm. I'm still rooting big time for Geno Smith. They're my number four team of my fraudulent five list. Now, I accept that with no problems okay. because you've been on Geno the entire season, so I have no issue with that All one. Right. That's fine. And then another team which made the list just a handful of times, maybe only twice this week, this year, but I'm rooting for them this weekend, the Miami Dolphins. Why? No, uh, Really? Yeah. They've got as much chance of winning as me and you have going up to Buffalo. But I will be rooting for them. Yeah, too that's many people fair. are rooting for the Bills. I know you're such a front runner, though. Yeah, that I figured you would want to take a team that's probably like again. You took two teams that are playing one another, which means you can't lose, Rock. Right. So that's a weird one to me. That is rooting a weird one. Miami. I will be rooting for the Miami Dolphins as they play in Buffalo. Is that a win that's if Miami new... covers the number? No, no, no. I like. I have to. They have to move on to next week. All right, or you know that the, they have to move on in the playoffs. Yeah, I got to tell you, I have I have issues with your list this week because I have the Cowboys and the and the Bucks and the. Yeah, Giants. I would have rather you just taken the Buccaneers. Yeah, no, but I I got to pick who I will be actively rooting for, and I am telling you, when the when the Cowboys have the ball, I'll be. Rooting for a touchdown, and when the Bucks have the ball, I'll be rooting for a touchdown. So you'll be happy if the final score is 49-42. Yes. I'm hoping you, for not a lot of defense. And you don't care who wins. Although there are a couple defenders that I like. Like, I like uh, Micah Parsons. Oh, well, and now that you know his name's not Mika, that's a good start. That's a good sign. Yeah. And then who's the other guy? Uh, Diggs I like on the Cowboys as well. What's his first name? Well, I know it's not Stefan because he's the wide receiver. <laughs> it's not Stefan. Michael Diggs? <laughs> One more try. It's not Michael Diggs. Dominic Diggs. Who? Dominic Diggs. <laughs> the Dom. Hey, DD. <laughs> Double D. They call him. His name is Trayvon. Ah, you just said Michael and Dominic. <laughs> like that's the best you could. What was next? John. Johnny. Johnny Diggs. <laughs> well, listen. I know there's a Johnny Diggs out there somewhere. He's just not on the Cowboys. Not yet, Jerry. He's probably going to get to them soon. What about D Law? Who is this? Oh, come on. D-Law? If I say D-Law? No, I don't know who that is. Demarcus Derek, Lawrence? DeMar- oh, yeah, Demarcus Lawrence. I like him, too. All right, last question on this. Yeah. I understand your affinity for Tampa. I get it. Mm-hmm. If the Cowboys win, though, I feel like you will genuinely be excited about it. I will. Okay. If the Buccaneers win, it's fine because you picked them. Will you at least be a little bit upset that the Cowboys lost? I will. All right. I, that, you know what? I can accept that. Then. Yeah. So I'm, I I was I will hope for a Cowboy win first, a Buccaneer win second. Fair enough. I, I accept those terms. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of your uh, Dallas Cowboys, uh, Jerry Jones said that he has complete confidence in Mike McCarthy. Yeah, if they lose Monday, he's getting fired. I, I thought uh, the way I was reading into this, Jerry, it seems like uh, his job is not on the line. I know what Jerry said. Yeah. I read it, too. You did. Uh, yes, and I would like to go find the audio if I can. I don't know if it's in the system or not because I can't get into the system right now. But I will tell you this. If the Cowboys lost a tough game Monday night, mm-hmm. okay, fair enough. If the Cowboys win, he's back, all good. If they go out there and play the way they played in Washington yes. on Sunday out, let's say, let's say they go in there and get blowed out. Balls. Yeah. Let's Balls. say they lose 31-7. Yes. I think he's fired on Monday on Tuesday morning. Really? I do. Yes, that's I do. That's when they go hardcore for Sean Payton. Yes, 100%. If Sean Payton wants them, and I don't know that he does or he doesn't, but if you've got either A, Sean Payton available, B, Jim Harbaugh available. Not that I think Jim Harbaugh wants the Cowboys, but I'm just throwing the names that are out there. And right. C, C, you've got teams that want Dan Quinn. Not that I love that idea as head coach, but you would retain him. I don't know that I can keep Mike McCarthy around after a 12-win season and then, as you say, getting blowed out Get blowed in Tampa. Out. I don't see Balls. it. And and part of it, too, Al, again, is last week in Washington. I know the Eagles won. I know the Niners won. And I know they were both expected to win. But when that game started in Washington, you had everything to play for. If you won and put some pressure on Philly with the scoreboard and had a chance to win the NFC East, if you did that, fine. They laid an egg on Sunday in really what was not a crucial game, but a game that did mean something. That was their worst game in five years. They laid a gigantic egg, Jerry, and then they just sat on it and warmed it up. It was awful. I mean, you saw it. You texted me how bad it was. Yeah, I texted you to say, "Is this game mean, mean anything for the Cowboys? Because I felt like they were playing like it didn't mean anything. It felt like a preseason game. Yes. Which is awful. So I really, I know what he said. I truly believe there is a chance he's not the coach on Tuesday. Balls. Balls, yes. And then you can suck on that for a week. <laughs> What was that was he, his words, not mine. What was he referring oh, about uh, losing so poorly yeah. against Washington that they'd have to suck on that for a week? Right. One of those old, the, the thing about baseball is you lose a terrible game, you come back, you play the next night. Yeah. You lose a game like that on Sunday, you got to suck on it for a week. Yeah, you got to suck on it, Jerry. Have you ever sucked on something for a week? A week? Like yeah. A, like a bad experience? Yeah. Where you couldn't rectify it for at least seven or eight days. Yeah, I recall having like bad shows on the the day before a vacation. Then you go on vacation, you're like, eh, kind of felt. And you sucked on it until you came sucked back after the New Year. How about yeah. that disastrous uh, trip you took with one of your fiance? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the cruise. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did have to suck on that for a week as well, Jerry. And yeah, paid no, no, for I, it. I am well aware about that story. Yeah. That's one of the rougher relationship stories I've ever heard. That was not a good one, yeah. That was the rough time, Jerry. No, Y'all can she, suck it. She, <laughs> she, threatened to, to, she, she threatened to fly home at every port. Yeah, I think on islands that didn't even have airports. <laughs> 
she was looking for a helicopter or a, just a, a random guy with a boat. Get me out of here. She was really living out of her luggage because it was always <laughs> packed for the next. She couldn't take it anymore. She wanted to fly home. And think about this. You probably planned that trip for weeks, if not months. Oh, yes. You were probably so excited to go on it. And then from the moment you stepped on that boat, nothing but chaos and heartache. Suck it. What's funny is that, uh, and if you've ever had trouble on a vacation with a loved one, Jerry, uh, to see the photographs as they disintegrate as the week goes on. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys started well. Yeah, like the joy of like when you're, you know, when you get on a cruise ship, they take your photo when you first get on. No doubt. Because they want to sell it to you later. Of course. They're like, look at that, look at the, how everyone's so happy. And then it's just, as the week goes on, more sourpuss faces from us. <laughs> suck is suck. Suck is suck. And you still took the photos. Yeah, still took the photos, yep. Because you got to pretend you're having a good time at some point. Yeah, no, I get, do you still have any of those? Oh, yeah, I don't get rid of photos. Really? Even yeah. for a drop? I guess it's a good remembrance, I suppose. Yeah, I don't I, I don't like to get rid of photos. Photos photos of our, our memories of life, Jerry. No, they are. They are. Oh, were those digital too for you or not yet? Those were digital. Wow. That was like the beginning of the digital era. Yeah, you got in on that Google Photos before anybody else. Yeah, well, my friend Steve got into it, and uh, he was showing me how to, how to lo- upload all your photos to uh, the Google. Man, that is something I didn't get into until 2012. I wish I would have started, you know, when, like, Matthew was born in 04. And while we have a lot of photos, for sure, we don't have everything like I have from, you know, when Joseph was born in 2010. Oh, forget about I, it now. Everyone's got every move their babies make. From, well, and those babies are now in their 20s. Right. Well, how about when people photograph the birth? Coming out of the area? <laughs> Well, pulling out of the garage. I don't mean not necessarily that up close and personal, but as soon as the baby's born, you've got like, as you point out, most people, not most, some people have every waking second from the moment the baby's born. And then like we have friends who have triplets and they do go back and look now and they laugh at it, which is, I guess, to your point about having the photos uh, and the videos when she would be struggling to feed all three and he's taking a video and she's screaming at him to throw to basically put the camera down. <laughs> now they have a glass of wine and, and basically laugh at it. I have to feed three babies. They only have two boobs. <laughs> what do you do for breastfeeding if you have three babies and only two you, boobs? You rotate. Okay. You have to have them on a schedule. So and the problem baby... for, again, this is from her experience. I would think this would be most moms that have triplets is if one feeds from, let's just say, uh, 4 to 4.30, the next one goes 4.30 to 5, the next one goes 5.30 to 6 or however, 5 to 5.30 rather, by the time you get a chance to relax, it's time for a feeding again because they eat every three hours. A teat. And, okay. and does, do you think your breasts know to... Well, produce, I don't have any, so... To produce milk for three? I would like to think that would be the case, yes. That nature would know that. Yeah, I, I, get, I don't know. Have you ever breastfed? I haven't. I haven't. Right. And, and I confirmed breasts. I confirmed with my mother. I did not breastfeed as a child. And you could pump okay. your breast. Uh, yes. Thank you, Boomer. <laughs> All right. We got oh, here's my wife's breast milk. <laughs> oh, thank you. When we come back, we will get Al's take. Can't wait for that one. On, um, on Carlos Correa, who is going back to Minnesota. How about that? I'm in Chicago. He's in New York. We talk Minnesota next. It's the warm-up show till 6 on The Fan.